Okay, that's right. That's right. Welcome to the store. Welcome to season two of your favorite podcast. It's good to be back um, in the in the host position. I am your host. Um, I am Kevin, and uh, today we're just we're sitting around the table and we're ready to talk to you. I'll introduce my guest. Uh, I'm gonna do it clockwise if you were looking down at the table that we're all sitting around so two the whole point of clockwise <laughs> is that it's universal <laughs> so if you're going to specify where the clock is it defeats the whole purpose Kev. if you to my nine o'clock is that right <laughs> i am to your nine o'clock yes who are you enoch and why are you here uh Back at the Nice Price podcast, well, uh, you, invited, you invited me back on the. You said, "Hey man, we're doing season two. Let's fire this bad boy back up." I did say and that. And I said, "Hey man, we already did one episode." And you're like, "That's cool. We're gonna do another one." <laughs> okay, and to my twelve o'clock, Allie B. Allie B. To my three, Matt Phone. Matt Phone. Well, hey, I'm gonna hand off uh, where we're headed uh, to my nine o'clock. Enoch, can you picture the listener can picture this exactly how we're seated mm-hmm. they can now. or standing for some of us do you feel energized <laughs> feeling good yeah yeah that's how the upright position should make you feel i often stand when i watch sports i stand a lot at my house really um if i'm watching a boxing match for the last few rounds i'm definitely gonna stand up hmm. uh, do you stand up for anything <laughs> else uh i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, standard television w- when the game gets going i i often find myself standing i don't think about it but i, I it seems to happen for all this talk of standing but you don't stand and eat well of course not you're not supposed to that because a messiness supposed issue to. why don't wait it's, i feel oh, like standing later. and eating shouldn't have a messiness issue associated with it am i right I, it's the same I think thing you're right. okay how about this i want you to stand up and eat like a meal that you're supposed like not supposed to <laughs> fine sorry matt like a damn, okay, a steak. How are you going to eat that standing up? You just you going to pick it up with your hands and gnaw on it like a dog? No, you use the same thing. You eat, eat like a silverware. That's obviously an extreme example. How are you going to cut it? But you, you don't think anyone should eat anything standing up? I think everything. <laughs> Fork and knife situation, obviously, they're like that would be hard. Look, but, if you're at like a party and it's like tiny little finger, fingy or, food, or that's what call them. <laughs> Then you then that's fine and like you get a little plate particularly. My issue is when people like walking around with food. I find that very gross. And when so and also I don't like people talking to me while eating. And if you could, if you're allowed to stand up and like get in my face and talk to me while you stuff food in your face. It, so a couple hours ago you had a lot of food. So out do you on ever the see a, a copy of God. this one record that came out? Death. Worst, worst thing. Your, People your ish, it's you. lose their grip on reality and forget that. Um, and it, it, I'm sure this happens with everyone who has a job like this, where you're not in an office or something. But they'll walk up to me at a show and like, "Hey, man, you ever see any copies of?" Um, and they'll name her. I'm like, "Dog, I can really like." Last thing I want to do is like talk about. Do you expect me to remember to like hold a copy of this motherfucking record? Like, no way, dude. And um, that's a pet peeve of mine, and especially if it's something that's like rare and weird. And like, hey, you ever seen any copies of of this? Um, it's like Bangladeshi acoustic trio. They made seven copies in 1954. I heard they might have unearthed <laughs> one of them. Have you ever seen a copy? Like, of course not, asshole. And like, <laughs> what do you expect me to say? It's like not fair. Um, so that's a pet peeve like a in general. Conversation starter, but whoa, <laughs> whoa, okay, I gotta take a picture. Of this. <laughs> 
What just happened? I dropped my phone, but I was caught by the mic. I'll cord. say it looks like you're drawing up like something out of a well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, an iPhone. Yeah, take a photo for the listeners. We'll put this shit on the pod. <laughs> the, Insta- the, the Instagram for the pod. So, no one cares. I care. Um, I care. I dropped my telephone and it got caught on the mic cord. I expected, well, I, I felt it drop and I expected, boom, and be a, have to say, like, sorry for the... Did dro- it loop around it? Like, it lasted? <laughs> All right, I got a picture. I'll put it on the Insta. It's pretty good, too, huh? <laughs> anyway, oh, man, what a pic. Let me see this, bad boy. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> boy, does this suck! It's so, know, it's, so it's so hard to make even heads or tails out of what it is. Yeah, like if I showed it, someone said, "Hey, what do you think this is a photo of?" Like, I guess a boot. <laughs> I hate when people say you had to. It's a had to be there moment, but it truly was a had to be there moment. I forgot about your little wallet thing too. I was picturing your your phone like magically. That's I was like, how the fuck did it even catch it? Yeah, I almost thought about trying to explain that over the mic, but. It's too well. Way to ruin the magic, and and I I don't want to like complain too much. I don't mind people talking to me about records because that's the thing I like to talk about in general and music in general for sure. It's more when it becomes like very specific, like inventory related, where I'm like at a show and like, hey, what's up? It's like hella loud. A band is playing like, hey, did y'all get um the so and so like blah blah blah? I'm like, god damn, dude, like for real, like right now. Um, that's the only time when it like gets me. So I don't want to like complain too much. It's not like it's a hard life. That that, that definitely would would happen when I worked at the store full time. That would happen to me before you get canned. Didn't get Pink canned. Slip. Quit. <laughs> Pink uh, slip. Speaking of cans, that's it. Eased my way out. Woo! Five o'clock everywhere. Hey, Newt, how's it going with that Miller Lite? It's fine and dandy, Kev. I mean, it's five o'clock everywhere. Oh, yeah, that is what you always say. Sure does. Uh-uh, uh-uh. There's that song you love. But I would even say it, I wouldn't say it bugged me, but people would do it in the store, too. It wasn't even when it would be outside of the store, but they'd be so like... So when you were working, they asked you work-related questions. <laughs> well, no, they asked... Can't imagine why you got a pink slip. The specific way I eased out myself. Uh, <laughs> a, nice, a nice firm foot on your back. <laughs> nope. Uh, not, not that they would ask, do you have this? That's one thing. But they would say, do you ever see? Um, that's the specific wording that you said first that kind of... I, I never quite understood what they expected me. Like, do I ever see that? Uh, occasionally do we like we don't have it now and we didn't at the time at least do holds for used things because you never know when it's going to come in yeah so it would be a a pointless list to just keep oh this person is looking for this record Mm -hmm. um so that do you ever see so and so and i was like have i ever seen it yeah like i didn't know what they were really asking right yeah (laughs) do you ever see this if i'm being honest i think it's like what they're really doing is saying hey heads up i like i know about that stuff and i'm not i'm not kind of cool person that's what i think they're Maybe if they're not intending to do that, that is what they're actually doing. And also, we're, we're not so. Much, by the way, I should add, we're not so much complaining about our specific store. The, know this going into any record store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is how 100%. any of them are going to operate. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. We're we're yeah, for sure. So anyway, we love our customers. Season two of the Nice Price Podcast. Um, Kev, we I 
All right, okay, let's talk about how we booked you for this episode. Okay. All right, I emailed your publicist. Right. She got back to me. Oh, it's she? Yes. Who is your publicist? Uh, no, uh, we don't need to go into that. Okay. Is she, yeah, no um, part in this. Said you were busy, couldn't couldn't do it. What if I need to book you? Yeah. I mentioned I mentioned how many streams we've been getting lately and how many downloads we're getting. Which right. again is uh, more than you'd think, not as many as you'd like. <laughs> and we and then uh, what really happened is I bumped into you at, at the... Uh, the Rock and Daniel Romano show, right? And I said, "Hey, we're doing season two. We did one episode as like a reintroduction back to season two, or into season two. No guest, no guest. So and we decided, hey, guest. we needed we need first guest, most requested guest, Return of the Kev. Here I am, and here you are. And I said, Hey, uh, Kev, what are you doing Wednesday or Thursday night? And you said, Record the podcast. Is that what I said? <laughs> yes, hundred <laughs> percent. That's absolutely 100% what you said to me. That's smooth. Cause I, and then I asked you if you were going to do the deer hunt and you said, yeah. And then you that said, that I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, spoiler, I'll be talking about that. Um, that's, that's cool of me. I, th- I thought I would say like, oh, I'm doing nothing. And then you would say, we'll do the pod. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds more like what I would say. I think you're misremembering this. No. Okay. I remember I- it well. Last time I saw you, we were hitting refresh on your phone. To the Patriots football game while listening to a a drum experimental a far out drum, drum uh, music. <laughs> Whoa, hang on, <laughs> that's true. Uh, we were sitting there at the bar, <laughs> letting Google show the score. As uh, it was in between bands, mostly. Uh, yeah, I think. Oh, it was the, for the uh, residency. residency. Shout out to it was part of the residency at Neptune's, and it was a good show, and a lot of people were there. And you stayed throughout through uh, John Mueller, right? I did. I stayed the whole time. The gong oh, the cube. Gongs. The sound bath. And, uh, oh, yeah. That was exciting. Took a bath and sound. Right? D- took a dip right in, baby. Did you dip your toes? You go all the way in. Oh, I went all the way in. You had did no you, choice uh, but to be you, all the way in. Did you plug your ears and just slide under the water? Uh, no, you you got to keep your ears open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Did you pinch your nose and <laughs> slide under the water? I, I had my nose pinched the whole time. <laughs> hey, you should have been there. There was a lot of gongs getting hit, and that was fun. I love that that, that happens. I'm glad that those types of performances happen. Oh man, it was I tell you. Not interested in myself so much, but I'm glad I think that's a good important thing. Yeah, and we hey, we watched the football score, upset me a little, a little bit, but I think the bath helped ease yeah, cleanse, cleansed you any yeah. uh, <laughs> any annoyed feelings you had about the yeah, sporting event. Yeah, we're specifically event. talking about a uh, New England Patriots win. Um, yeah. They're uh, the worst, man. Well, You'll watch them this Sunday, which will be after uh, or before when this is aired. Go Rams. <laughs> shout out to the Rams. Shout out to Todd Gurley. Shout out to Todd Brown, North Carolina. Where's that? Just. No, nah, I know. I know. Okay. I'm just kidding. My, hey, wife, my wife taught Todd Gurley in English in high school. That's why I'm such a big fan. My wife taught at Tarboro High. That's also why I'm a fan. <laughs> and she taught she actually at Tarboro High that tiny little town that tiny school yeah, yeah. I think their two-way football has three dudes that are in the NFL on that team as you can imagine they did really well in high school football yeah, that's playing two-way team. football yeah <laughs> they went to four straight state championships they won three of them I don't even know how they lost the one they lost and um, I remember I went and saw them play once I guess it was Todd's freshman year maybe sophomore year um, and like um they handed him the football and he ran straight and no one touched him and he scored a touchdown and they were like touchdown Todd Gurley and I was like oh, Todd Gurley Gurley funny last name like elbowed my wife and like kind of scoffed at it and then um, I saw how good he was and I told Rachel I was like tell him to go to ECU like tell him to be a pirate we're the best it'll be, like be so amazing 
And then um, instead, he became one of the most highly recruited running backs in the country. (laughs) (laughs) And he chose to go to Georgia, which is like a huge, huge football school. And I remember also a kid from Raleigh, Keith Marshall, who went to Millbrook, was like the number one recruit in the state above Todd even. And he was also a running back and he went to Georgia. I was like, Rachel, this is awful. Like, they're both going there. Todd's not going to get any playing time. Like, he's he's not going to get to play. This is going to be terrible. He's never going to get any, like, he's not going to go to the NFL. Nothing good's going to happen for Todd now. And then. I remember I watched the first Georgia game to see how he would do as a freshman. He literally opening kickoff against Buffalo took it 109 yards for a touchdown. Wow. <laughs> like as long as the football field could possibly be, he ran it the entire length of it. And I was like, I think Todd's going to be all right. <laughs> and you tried to get him to ECU. Yeah, just imagine. Where would he be He'd have played now? every position. Kicker, punter, quarterback, running back, defense. He'd been the head coach too. Yeah, head coach. <laughs> Um, but she, she said he's like, <laughs> that one got you. That got you good. Yeah, <laughs> she said funny. he's super nice and was a really nice kid and, um, was like just a, just a cool dude, cool kid. Very nice. And I was like, man, that's so cool. So I was always, and also the Dolphins almost drafted him before the Rams drafted him. I'll stop talking about Todd Gurley and football now. Hey, what a nice press podcast. we're talking sports just a little bit. Sports cast. <laughs> We've had a couple of them. <laughs> had a couple of dude casts before. <laughs> Allie, who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? Uh, the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey. Hell yeah, you It are. could have been their year had they Go done everything Lions, right. Dude. Started off strong, if I remember correctly. Are they out yeah. already? Uh, <laughs> everyone's out except you two. And all of the out, the actually, Super Bowl was this weekend. <laughs> the Lions. <laughs> I didn't know. I, mean, the, I honestly didn't know. And that. the Lions are one of the few teams in NFL history who have actually never been to the Super Bowl in their entire team history. So rooting for the Lions might be a 100-year project. That's right. I just want tons of dips. I live for the dip. There should be so a my lot. dream Super Bowl party would just be a buffet of dips. All dips, no chips. Me and Lucius... <laughs> Threw a, their fingers in it. <laughs> I threw a dip, a Super Bowl dip, uh, dip contest at Neptune's one time years ago. Me and Lucius uh, threw it oh, really? and, uh, and hosted it, and everyone brought a dip and the and the a vehicle that went along with the dip that mm-hmm. you thought would, that it was best to scoop it, and oh, uh, and everyone cool. casted a vote in the winner. What was the winner? It was uh, Rita and Robin's, like. Sausage. It was like a sausage dip, but it was more of a sweet breakfast vibe. It wasn't like players retreat sausage dip. Mm-hmm. It had like maple syrup was involved. Whoa! So it took a McGriddle, sort of. Not that far off as far as like what you taste. Sweet and savory. They probably just blended up a McGriddle. Everyone loved it. They won. Mm. Damn, Kev, you were standing a moment ago. I was energized by the dip. And now talk. back down again. What's your dip? What's your number one dip? Uh, you know, I don't have a number one dip. I eat anything. You can dunk it. I'm eating it. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> If you can dunk it, I'm eating it. Quote. Uh, yeah, I don't know my favorite dip. You know, I, I'm a blue cheese guy. You didn't ask. PR sauce, PR mini sausage dip might be my number. Oh uh, yeah, it's on point. I make a. I mean, I make. I know the ratio for a good blue cheese dip. It's not really a skill. I was asking about fondue today. What fondue? Fondue is uh, only hang on, hang cheese on. and chocolate, I guess. But I thought it was all like any sauce. It's broth. Okay, that's what I thought. I I think anything. Does the fact that it hardens make it fondue? No, fondue means fondue is the. Are there any fondants? Is it the fountain? (laughs) Does it have to have the fountain? Fondue is the process. So, like, if you got a hot bowl of something and you cook something in that, or melt or dip something in that, that is fondue. No. 
No, you said that so confidently. You better have some information and not just an opinion. You just said you take any hot thing. Second, you put something in it, it's fondue. No, what I'm saying is if you got, okay, so fondue, for example, they have like a broth at the damn melting pot and you can put, uh, you can cook a, I remember I was in middle school, we had, it was, we went to the melting pot, it was like a field trip, I don't know what it, like how they made that a field trip, but we did, and we you skewered potatoes and you put them in like, it was like a chicken broth basically, cooking it, and I remember this dude in my middle school, we were sitting there watching it like, okay, ready, and he just right out of this fucking thing and just put out and then ate it and then he had this fucked up ass look on his face and he went and then he swallowed and went there went the world's hottest potato because <laughs> he was fucking like a thousand degrees and it's like burned his entire body oh. all the way down so like he because you cook it it's a raw potato <laughs> <laughs> he was busting up so because you, you cook it it was a raw potato that you stuck in the broth and like cooked it basically and they'll give you like raw chicken and it cooks in there and raw beef and it cooks in there it's like a hot pot Hot pot is fondue. Fondue is hot pot. I was well, talking to someone recently that said that it wasn't them, but they they were like, yeah, I, I know someone who used to work at the melting pot and they said they made a shit ton of money. Nice. Yeah, it's like insanely expensive, but all this is melted cheese. <laughs> is it melted cheese? I don't know what fondue is anymore. So cheese I, I and mean, chocolate is like the bobo ones, yeah. but the real fondue, I think, There's is the a, bobo ones? I thought they were the go-to. Yeah, well, go-to I'm not ones. saying they're not, bo- they're not good or whatever. I don't you literally that, said honestly. they weren't good. Bobo well, what I mean black. is that like, I think the traditional fondue is a like, a uh, a savory broth that you cook raw items <clears throat> in that broth, skewer at a time, and eat them from there. It's five o'clock everywhere. Hey, there's that song you love. And by the way, that's a that's a foreshadowing for some stuff I got to talk to Kev about. What's chocolate fondue? Just melted chocolate. That's just some like redneck gold crowd <laughs> shit. That's not real. That's all I know about, dude. <laughs> what about a soup? If you cook a bunch of stuff in a in a, in a broth, that's fondue. <laughs> The, the nah, skewer, like yes. the dipping it into it and then pulling it back mm-hmm. out and then eating it after you've done the dip. So I, I guess think if you, if essential you, to fun. Yeah, if you I skewered think, one noodle, know. stuck it in chicken broth, you could say you did like a skewered fondue noodle. chicken noodle soup. But like, what about like frying things and you put it in the, the fryer? Listen, if you got any, if you got <laughs> so any, give us no frying is frying. Yes, Kev, frying is frying. The frying's fondue. Like. The, I, I know what you're trying to do here. No, like you're trying to like learn split these hairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like the, you're splitting the hair so so finely. Like the font, I have not looked this up. This is honestly going completely off the dome. But like, it's like a a a public pot on on a burner mm. at the table. Everyone puts skewers whatever the fuck they want in there. <laughs> Your shoe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My wallet. Like every single thing. And then every every like culture has one. It's not like the French are the only ones that invented it. The fondue is the one that become became popular, but hot pot is the same thing. Right, right. Um and you took a field trip to a fondue restaurant. Yeah, I think it was a European history <laughs> segment, and that's how they like Bobo to worked the melting it into pot, like, the same melting pot that is on the same one. Wake Forest Road, yeah. The one on Wake Forest Road over there by the, the Jerry Ozarama, not Jersey Mike's. Jerry's Fartorama. That's what brought up this <laughs> conversation yeah. from me earlier. Jerome's Fartorama. <laughs> Wait, um, why were you over there? I was going to Joanne's Fabrics. <laughs> <laughs> Hang out with your friends? <laughs> well, all right. So I used to be into sewing. And I remember going there as a kid to get fabric and patterns. Same. And loving it. And I went back for the first time since then, since I was probably like nine. And 
terrible experience. Shout off to oh, Joanne's no. fabric. Ooh. <laughs> All right. I like this. Shout out okay. to Joanne. All right. I'll tell you really. And then I'll tell you another like fun fact that was just a weird thing. So um, I guess I'll give you the long version and I can cut it later. I went in Shout there. Shout out to Allie. Does all the editing. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> so I went in there and um, I, I kind of knew that they're, they're like um, Kohl's or something where it's all everything's always on sale. Wait, why were you going in there? I want to make curtains for my new house. <laughs> Brag. Um, <laughs> and did you have a specific, you were, I'm going to get this one thing. You're like, oh, I'm going to go look at I'm going to go got. find a fabric and get enough to make curtains. Do you already have a pattern? No, I figured curtains would be easy enough to just figure it out. Are they going like, on a rod? Figure it out. Yeah. Go Are they going to be drawn? <laughs> They'll be open during the day and drawn at night. Well, I mean, are they going to draw with... You're just splitting hairs, dude. You're focusing on the wrong things, dude. <laughs> I'm very curious. Look, I spent a lot of time around fabric and right, well, both my parents oh, yeah, right. sewed for a living Shout for a long time. I was thinking and my dad, too. I thought they were mailmen. Okay, my mom and my stepdad worked with post service. My mom was a seamstress. My dad was an auto upholsterer. I spent Got it, right. an obscene amount of time around sewing machines oh, my entire life. That's cool. My grandma was a quilter. Nice. Anyway, go on. More of a hand sewer. I brought Spence along just so he could like have a say in. I'm sure he had a blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heck he on earth! So miserable the Hot whole time. Hot poker in my ass. It's <laughs> really funny. Go to Joanne's fabric. To pick out fucking. So I'll just be over here at the bar of the melting pot. Let me know when you're ready. Hey, you guys have a uh, question. Exactly. You have a shotgun I can wrap my lips around. <laughs> go to so fucking so fabric miserable. store. Jesus Christ! I have never seen him look so distraught. In a place. I'm thirsty. Give me like cyanide or turpentine. <laughs> Fucking kill me. Well, we were running errands. We had to go to the bank. So I was like, well, we could just go to the fabric store like real quick. You can like help me pick out a fabric. I was like, yeah, we could do that. I yeah, could try that on into this tree. <laughs> he really did look. Shout, Shout out, to, out Spence. to Spence. Yeah. God damn. All right. And so <laughs> he looked so upset. Fucking miserable. Okay. <laughs> I wish you could have seen his face. <laughs> so do I. I wish you had taken a picture of his face. <laughs> he said that like, is what the fuck? It was really <laughs> funny. <clears throat> okay, so I'm in there and we actually agree on this fabric. We find it. It's on sale 50% off um, according to the sign. And uh, I see where this is going. <laughs> foreshadowing. When you say agree on it, you, you, you found one. He was like, "Yeah, fine, <laughs> like, whatever. Get me no, out of here." No, no, I think he liked it too. And so I was like, "Oh, great, this is great." But it's it's um, like leftover kind of scrap fabric. Um, so it's whatever's left on the yard. They don't have any more. So it's kind of like, all right, well, we're gonna have to have short curtains that like, <laughs> you know. Hey, this maybe, tablecloths? like, maybe cover the whole window. What are those, napkins? No, that's a... But I was like, well, you know, the price is so great, it's worth a try, you know? And, um, like, even if it doesn't work out for the curtains, we can use it for something else somehow. So, then... I love we... to see that plan B. <laughs> so we go, and uh, I just pick up... <laughs> Yeah, no, I got us all bibs. I, I got us all bibs, yeah. No. Oh, you're stuffing a bra. So, no. Oh, we made brassieres. I was doing a bib. Oh. Anyway. 
What happened to the curtains? Well, I got 16 inches of fabric. So I, uh, I want to hear the end of the story. All right. Sorry. So I go, I, I, I'm like, all right, I have a vague memory of how this operates, but I wasn't really thinking about it. I was like, okay, we're in a store. We pick up what we want. We go and we get in the line to buy it. Generally. <laughs> Wrong. At Joanne's Fabrics, well, you can't. Twist. You have to go and get um, somebody to measure out the fabric that you're buying. So, and then they give you like a ticket that you take up to the cashier to pay. So, um, I go and we're in line to get our fabric measured and they're just calling out these random numbers and we even made a comment like, why do they keep calling out these random numbers? Like every once in a while, a lady will be like, 86 and we're just like. Okay, and it doesn't really like it. Does anyone like show? Happens. Does eighty six show up? No, no, like nothing was really happening in response to the numbers. So we were like, "That's unclear." Um, and so we just we just keep waiting there. Like people don't like. There's no indication that the numbers mean anything based on what's happening. What, did you have a number at this point? No. So well, I didn't know. You- that's the uh, the next thing is that. Apparently, there's like a little ticket dispenser, and you're supposed to know to go and find the dispenser, grab a ticket, and get a number to have your fabric measured to give you a new ticket to take to the clerk. So why not just, what's wrong with like, hey, yeah, I went three yards of that. Well, yeah, like, why do they make you do all this rigmarole? It's like a DMV system. You got to show up, get yeah. your number. You ultimately get to that like point, that. but yeah. there's a lot of what ticket she believes to be unnecessary it's very steps. bureaucratic. <laughs> and go sit in a corner. Eighty six. Where where are all these people? And they weren't coming. I don't know. They're still waiting. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe they left. They're sitting there holding a sixty eight ticket all night long. God damn, <laughs> they they turn it around. Yeah. Or, or they they're holding a eighty nine. I guess ticket. Yeah, ninety eight. Ruin my joke. Ninety eight. Yeah. Um. Anyways, eventually we get a number. We get the stuff measured, whatever, and then she gives us the ticket for it. It was almost $100 for a tiny little bit of fabric that maybe would cover one window. Oh. And I was like, wait a second. Like, this can't be right. And Hang on. What was the actual measurement you gave her? What was the material? The material. Yeah, what'd you get like? Well, the material was cool. Oh, well, I mean, it was camel's hair. Like, what'd you get? <laughs> it was just, it, it was velvet, but it was like a... Um, <laughs> a bar napkin, yeah. <laughs> For the listener, Matt held up a very, very small napkin. <laughs> Not oh, dissimilar. How much, oh, how much for this? Yeah. That'll be ninety-eight dollars. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> what are you making business cards? <laughs> I just thought for sure there's no way it could be right. And I was like, also, it, I think it's on sale. I saw like it was by this sign, and we walk up to it, and she was like, oh. That says Sierra Noir Elite. This is like Sierra Noir embellished or something. And so there was like a minute difference and this wasn't on sale and Duh. it was way more expensive. Punched you in the face. 86. <laughs> <laughs> and it, the whole experience was just terrible. And um, so I was like, oh, okay, well, I can't, I can't buy that fabric for, you know, $98 and... She was like, oh, well, good thing I told you the price then. And I was like, Hang on, that's like, yeah. yeah, that's bare minimum. <laughs> yes, as I was checking out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we would have gotten there. Not a secret yeah. amount. Yeah, it's not like I have to just like close my eyes and hand you some money. Yeah, yeah it made me wonder if like, do they not usually tell you the price? Like, 
Yeah, have you been to Joanne's? They've like no, you have to grab a ticket to receive yeah. your. It's not uh, even total. commerce anymore. It's a whole new thing. Um. So, anyways, I leave. Other like double birds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I spit in her open mouth and left. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Hang on. What? Do you have curtains? No, no. Walked away with empty-handed <laughs> after all that time because there was also a long period of time we were standing there waiting when we didn't have a ticket and we thought we were in line. How long? <laughs> Probably like seven minutes. Okay. But you know, in Joanne's fabrics, that feels like an eternity. Yeah, because they especially don't... if your name is Spencer. Uh, another. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I remember how I felt when I was a kid and there was my mom and I was like, oh my god, this is honest to god, the worst place in he America. Said, he said like, I hope all this stuff falls on me and smothers me to death. I <laughs> fucking hate uh, this. On a, another note, they don't play any music in there. It's completely silent. Yeah, dude. Except for the 86 woman. <laughs> 86. <laughs> so, I've never been in one of these stores. Can I get the, the vibe correctly? It's a silent store, and you walk in, and uh, you're presented with several... It's a fabric <laughs> corporation. <laughs> Do they still have them on the... Fabrics. Uh, I'm assuming they still have them on the That's fabric the boards, which is like a... Uh, it's like a, a cardboard core about yay wide, yay long, and they put them on these little stick kind of things, and they stand up straight. Also, the only thing, visually, it is kind of cool in a way. I did think it looked, I remember like walking around and be like, that looks cool, that one looks cool, that one looks cool, because there are a lot of like- Yeah, until you see the fucking price tag. Well, that, and also like they're out of context of use, so you're like, oh, actually, I, I don't know what I could possibly fucking make with this. Yeah. But at, on like out of context, that is a cool looking pattern. Like you can't make a shirt out of it. You look like an asshole. But like, you know what I mean. Like, but like that pattern is neat looking. I remember like liking all the colors and stuff. But yeah. it is like, I mean, it's just so depressing. What's bad about it? You say there's a lot of good patterns. Like an, an art gallery is. Well, kind I of mean, above. you only we go there and being in there for more than. Yeah. Oh my I want to go. I've never been to one either. More than like 45 seconds. Also, I'm a little bit skewed. Like I spent a lot of time and. I didn't go to them often, but like I don't want to like yeah, give my mom, mom a hard time. And my mom's yeah. like honestly the best person who's ever been alive. But like, so she I don't want to like fabric. totally like like go in on this. But I, you you can't overstate how unfun it is. Like it, <laughs> they're like, you know, stepping on thumbtacks. Like like anything is better. As you are, your go to hot poker in my hot ass. poker in my hot fire <laughs> poker in my ass. Fondue. <laughs> oh, that's a fun don't. That's a big Join fondue. us for our spinoff podcast, Fondues and Fondotes. <laughs> I would, I would you got down. questions, we got answers. We should do it at one episode at, at the Melting Pot and do Fondues and Fondotes. Sure. I'm there. Kev's down. <laughs> Kev thinks that frying chicken is fondue, so he's obviously down. Well, it is. You just, well, okay. God, hey, we'll save it for the pod. Um, Speaking of saving things for the pod, uh, we'll do records first. Shout out to Joanne. <clears throat> yeah, shout out to Joanne. I feel like they should make it better. Just do it different. More customer service. I agree. I agree. I mean, it. it <clears throat> Not a bad idea for any business, really. <laughs> it's a good rule to stick to. It's like uh, like the cable company, where like they know that no matter what, there's a certain number of people that will always either shop there or have to shop there. And like, there's <clears throat> nothing we can do to alienate these people. No matter yeah, how. I wonder if you looked how up unkind like, we are. I wonder like, if you looked up like like customer satisfaction reviews, would they would, would a lot of them be similar to what you're describing, or would people be like, excuse me, really into it? Like, oh man, super convenient shopping experience, mm. love it there, love the system. Yeah, I love the system. <laughs> yeah, super convenient system. Yeah, instead of like wandering around, I, I can go get a number, and they immediately ask me how much I want. I'm like, what the fuck? I wouldn't have known to do that, but 
And I, then, I wonder if we walk in, there's a big ass sign though. <laughs> <laughs> like I wonder how. Step by step. Like please, please, please. I know it's confusing, but please take a number first. We'll then help you with everything. <laughs> like what are these fucking numbers for? <laughs> what is this stupid old bitty talking about? Well, we'll never know. Because I'm never going back. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let you know how it goes. Live five from Joanne. Yeah. That would be sick. Well, well, this is a music podcast. We talk about records exclusively. Exclusively talk about records and music. Hmm. And we have um, our world famous guest, Kev. Famous in the world. Uh, famous here. You looking at me? You can get me talking about music number one. Right? Oh, you can't. You get him talking about music. You can't shut him up. Yeah. <laughs> Kev, yeah. what are you going to talk to us about this week? Well, it's year 2019, and of course, month of January, not for much longer. You'll hear this podcast in February. The last day. Wonder when you'll hear it. Uh, my birthday's in February. Could be my what, birthday. Ooh, when what you day hear in it. February? It's in a week from today. February 7th. 7th. Sorry. That's my best friend growing up's birthday. Shout out to Dustin Brown. <laughs> Did you listen? <laughs> Hell no. I haven't what, talked to him in years. What's he doing? Last you saw. What's, what Last was it I for? saw. Uh, my gra- my grandma will give me like little updates, what, like if she'll see him in church or something with his parents. Yeah. Okay, it's one of those people. But I really don't know what he's up to. <laughs> Did he ever mention that John Deere was born on February the seventh? Do you? Nope. Really? Well, the tractor was invented, or but John we certainly Deere listened to John Deere Green by Joe Diffie. Shout lot. out to Joe Diffie. <laughs> John Deere was born. Not Matt. The I think company. you got a remix to that song, don't you? A little uh, alteration. Yeah, this has been about that same era. Yeah. It wasn't Dustin Brown, but uh, one of our mutual friends. Mm, what are you going to do for your birthday? Oh, well, I don't know. Work. But I, actually, <clears throat> I'm going to try a local restaurant, Crawford & Son, which I haven't tried. So we'll see, we'll see what that is. We'll see if there's any hype there. Maybe there's not. Maybe people have opinions I'll at say, the table. I'll save my opinion. Shout out to Gregory Martinez, who's in the store earlier. He works at Crawford & Son. Well, that's cool. He I came out for our mandolin orange listening party. They'll serve me food. I'll eat it. And then the next day, I'll go somewhere far away. But Where? Know. Aruba? No, no, no. I don't want to You, you shrug that off like you don't go to like crazy-ass places. <laughs> Trying where, to where are Tobago? you, going? Uh, Turks and Caicos. No, no, no. Saint no. something? No, Saint. <laughs> no. What? What? Never mind. Hang on. Jamaica. <laughs> Wait, what was that? You had something there. Jamaica, Dominican Republic. You going to the DR? No. Costa Rica. Are you going somewhere that weed is legal? I'm, I am. Weed is tight. Weed is tight. Weed is tight. It's legal. So you're going to Colorado, and I'm going to Colorado to the Mile oh, High City shit. to get a Mile High. I'm not going to. I'm not going to fucking Colorado. No, what? <laughs> what? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. It's nice. Why what island are you going to? <laughs> is, is this a custom podcast? I know, I know you're going to an island. Which one? Are you looking it up because you can't remember which one? No, I am going to a saint. That's oh, funny. Saint? Is it Saint? Is it Saint? It's not Saint Michael's. Nah, dude, it's San Diego, which is uh, Spanish for Saint. Something. It's Diego. That's where you're going for real. Yeah, actually. going to the zoo. I'm not going to the zoo. And really? They have like the best zoo in America. Yeah, but I'm not one for looking at animals. I just don't care. I don't care. You show me any animal. You show me any animal, I don't Boring. care. Boring. <laughs> show me any animal, I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I'm not going to go there. I'll go to- Really? If you no. saw a damn a zebra, you wouldn't be like, whoa, wow. <laughs> I've seen it. It's a, ho- it's a horse and it's different colors than the other ones. It's fine. You know, I've seen a bear at the, at the uh, uh, Grandfather Mountain. I thought that's fine. You know, it's just... There's no animal that would amaze you. 
Not the, the elephant. Have not you seen how big an elephant is? Nah, I don't know. See, because you haven't seen one. They're Maybe huge. a giraffe. I don't know. They're tall. Giraffe is like hilariously constructed. It is like, even though you know it's got a big ass neck, it's still really funny you, to see it in person. <laughs> you seen a giraffe over yeah. in the Ashborough Zoo? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Several they fed, it, they fed it like a whole tree almost. It was crazy. Yeah, they got they got to eat all that, get all that fiber. I don't know. That's an assumption. I don't know anything about animals, and I don't look at them. Go to the zoo, dude. <laughs> what about like the aquarium? When you see like huge, oh man, nothing worse than the aquarium. <laughs> I'd say Joanne's fabrics is worse than the aquarium. Joanne's <laughs> fabrics, aquarium, both shitholes. If you ask How me, how real are you being right now? <laughs> I went to an aquarium in 2015 because we are 16. I was very bored uh, in Seattle. Not very bored. It, it's hard to be bored, but we were looking for something to do because it was raining. It was Seattle. So we we're like, let's go to Give the break. Let's go to the aquarium. I couldn't find anything to do in Seattle, Washington. Oh, uh, what am I going to do? You're going to go walk around the aquarium at nine in the morning. It's the day after you. I had a crazy experience doing uh, eatable uh, substance. And then I wanted a regular. Eatable. Eatable. <laughs> Not edible. I mean, ate a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I ate stuff, and I was like, "Hell, I need to do something sober." We're going to the aquarium. Uh, we're just gonna look at these things. And, yeah, that sounds tight so far. <laughs> no, it's just like you walk through, and there's the It'd fish. Be, you know what sounds tighter? Saving a little bit of that eatable for for the aquarium. <laughs> God, man, I'm starving, bro. Got any eatables? I swear, ever since that day, I I've felt the same since I ate that thing. I feel like it when made was me, this? Your whole life is pre you. and post eatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel like, eatable. <laughs> I feel like I like really got a lot dumber after one day and what I carried it, it what did you eat? It was like a peanut butter cup. <laughs> you told me you ate one weed eatable peanut butter cup and you've been dumb as shit since? <laughs> yeah. Man, no, heads up y'all, I used to be really smart. I'm, I'm a dipshit now because I ate one eatable two fucking years ago. Like, Get out of here, dude. What are you talking about? What, uh... <laughs> I have questions. Straight up made me dumber. (laughs) Like, I recall that moment. Ain't never going back. No, it's so, it slowly set in. Like, I I was walking around downtown, like, this is going to be a fun, chill day. Seattle, downtown, we're going to the the market. He's doing like a a fist pump. (laughs) We're going to have fun. It's going to be a fun, chill day. Did anyone else eat these eatables? No, but thank God they didn't because. Hang on now. Hang on now. I was like, it's a fun day. Let's get the coffee. And I was like, can't feel my legs, but it's still going to be a fun day. And then it was like, can't lost, feel my legs. Lost all the moisture in my mouth. Can't talk. And then it was like, lost all my memory. Can't can't speak words. And then oh, it was mega blazed. <laughs> yeah. And then it never felt the same. But see, I went to an aquarium the next day to, to find some peace, to mellow out, to level out. And all I found was, ah, it's just fish. Some boring ass rays. Some ray rays, manta rays, stingrays. Did you touch any? No I know the ones. No, no, you don't touch. You, you can touch the ones. Uh, the, 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 one, the, the, the aquarium in uh, Wrightsville Beach. You can touch them. They oh. swim by and you let them graze. Your, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to. It's I don't want to touch that. Not, what if they zap you? These don't not, zap. Not how they work? Kids are in the fucking thing. They don't. Yeah, <laughs> these are safe ones. <laughs> <laughs> they don't zap. Hey, they like good. flip them over and shit. We saw like what? the, they're just like, what are they? They're just big, they're flopping around. They're like kites. They my, just are in the water. My dad <laughs> like caught one. Ocean kites. My dad yeah. was fishing and he caught one one time and I, and he was reeling. And he's like, he's like God damn it. It's like I'm reeling a goddamn windshield. Because <laughs> <laughs> the fish went flat because it was like tired. And he was like having to pull it against the whole weight of the water. It's like, 
<laughs> yeah, and he's, like, he's like, I'm running the goddamn windshield. <laughs> Why are you yeah, catching Ray? Okay, well, <laughs> you know, fish aside, what are we talking about? Music? <laughs> Man, I feel like you did some eatables tonight, homie. <laughs> no, I haven't done that ever since, actually. I, I wrote it off. I said, no more. Uh, so, speaking of animals, I want to talk to you about a record. Deer hunter. Ooh. There you go. That's the animal. The deer. It's, yeah, it is the deer. The, or the deer hunter. And it's about. Also the, an animal. <laughs> the deer hunter is an animal mm-hmm. yeah. as the person that. In a movie. Hunts the deer. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie. Um, Quite know, good. Okay. Good I really movie. did enjoy it, yeah. That's coming from. You, Someone who hasn't seen shit. Yeah. Last movie I watched was Good. Cellular, starring Jason Statham, amazing her. Wait, I'm gonna. You're talking about. You ain't into movies. I'm not a movie guy. Yeah, I hate movies too. How many movies did you watch in 2018? 2018. Let's see. Uh, like how many movies? That like new movies or just movies? Just, period. Just movies. Just I saw movies Hereditary. Period. I don't know what that is. We we already talked about it. We don't need to go into that. Hereditary. It's a horror movie. Got a lot of buzz. I don't know. All I right. saw that, and are we including documentaries? Yes, sure. That's a movie. Are we including like thirty for thirties, like ESPN mm. ones? <laughs> is, how long is that? Like an hour usually. That's not a. That's not okay. a movie. I I probably watch. I don't think I watched another. Okay, in excluding children's film, watching movies with my kids. Yeah, that I don't. I think count. the only grown up movie I saw was Hereditary. One movie. I think so. Yeah. That's the whole hey, year. I, that too. could be wrong. I don't know. I, I watched one movie. Well, hang on. Look, I, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Let's take a pause here. Let's go ahead and take a guess as to what movie you think Kev may have watched. No one's going to guess it. Is it a new one? Or? No, it's not. It came uh, out if in, it's any movie ever made, I, we won't get it. came out in 2012. Oh. Did you watch like the third Spider-Man or something? <laughs> no, that didn't come out in 2012, dude. Let me just tell you. <laughs> Duh, dipshit. What did you do? What did you mean, an eatable or something? That movie came out in fucking 2009. Came out in 2006. What did you watch? So a backup. I I, hang. Once. What did you watch? So hang on, back up. No. Back up. Once it was about halfway through 2018, and I realized I hadn't watched a feature-length film. It became a goal of mine to make it through the whole year without watching a single film. Should be easy to do. And on December 27th. (laughs) But then the fact that you watch The Matrix every day on your birthday ruins it. I I had to sit down and watch a film over Christmas with with my family. There was no getting out of it. Was it a Christmas movie? It was Twelve Psychopaths at the choice of my mother. She said, I found a comedy. Do you want to watch it? I said, here I am in Bahama. Sure. I don't know what else I would do. What movie was it? 12, psych- 12 Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, it, was a, it wasn't good. Like, I didn't see it, but it was like a flop. Like, no one liked it. Oh, I thought you were making a joke. <laughs> no, dude, that's Or that like, it was called like 12 Crazy Men, and you were calling it 12 Psychopaths. No. So the name of the movie was no. a, a specified number of psychopaths? It's one of these, hey, I'm too smart for you. This is about. This is a movie about I'm writing a movie in a movie about psychopaths, but the psychopaths are the people I spend my time around, and the movie I wrote is the movie we're watching. You know, It's that kind of... Colin Farrell, Christopher Walken, <laughs> yeah. Sam Rockwell. You love the cast. You love these names, and hey. Woody Harrelson, Tom Waits. It's Oh, I bet he's great in it. I don't. I didn't know Tom Waits was in it. <laughs> I don't know what he I don't watch films. Did you like it? it? It takes a long time. No, I wasn't. It was pretty lukewarm to it. What's your favorite movie? That it's like I don't even like uh, favorite. I don't have a favorite movie anymore. If you had asked me five years ago, do you happened? own a single DVD? 
No. Okay. No, I, no, no, no. I, I thought you might have had. You like made a face as if to say seven left over. Um, <laughs> do do I have three hits? Okay. That's right. All right, Kev. You don't like animals. You do like deer hunter. I don't like animals, uh, and I do like deer hunter. And I don't. It's not that I like deer hunter because of the name, and it's like the animal is getting hunted. I like the band, and <laughs> let's let's talk about that band because. You likely have this record for sale in we your do. stores. Hot record, of the first one of the first big ones of the year. One of the first big ones. It's a couple weeks mm-hmm. old, and it's Deer Hunter's new record. I believe it's called "Why Hasn't Everything uh, Already Disappeared or Disappeared Already." It's a long name, and very if long you name. Look it up on Spotify. You get some asterisks, uh, so you kind of forget asterisks. Is that the dot dot dot? Oh, that's an ellipsis. Oh uh, yeah, dude, I'll tell you, it's that edible. Um, so it's a good record. <clears throat> um, here's the question I have: You Got are it. moving on, <laughs> and on to the next. You are an, I think you are a far above average informed deer hunter fan. Right. It's a, a band I've listened to since they were up and coming mm-hmm. because they were very hype online. Right. Mm-hmm. It was hard to avoid them, and they were one of the bigger bands of the moment. And your age was prime getting into bands age it is you're right about this it for me personally it was a time of i'm finding out music and i'm finding that some music excites me more than others and this is a band that's exciting yeah because i was you know getting into that stuff and they were there would you say they were influential for you i would say so I would say they were, uh, it's hard not to listen to something almost exclusively <laughs> and then not be influenced by it. For sure. So that was my my main influence for a long time. Well, yeah, I, I use influence in a, as a positive term there. That's not a negative, not like a you were like aping them. I mean that in a good way. Like you, they, they were influential. It's good to have influences. Yeah, yep, they were. Hey, no, big- one, no one is without influence. They're a big influence, and they're a band that I can probably safely say is past their prime, but I'm not going to, like, stop. So don't come and get that at Nice Price Books. Please do. 3106 Street. I honestly think their new, North Carolina. newest record is probably their easiest to listen to of all their stuff, the least abstract. and You're, you're cutting me. I'm a, I got some questions for you. Okay. So, uh, this is an interview. Okay. All right. As the informed fan, yeah, which you are, how many albums have they made? This one? The one before it. The one before it. The one before that. The one before that was, was that one Cryptograms? No, 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 no not Cryptograms, Monomania. Yep. Um, before that, Halcyon Digest. Halcyon Digest. And Microcastle. Yeah. And before that is Cryptograms. Where's Rainwater Cassette Exchange? That's an EP, so okay. I don't know if we're going to. No, that's not well, there's, there's a couple of like releases that are just like collections of whatever's. But not yeah. LPs. Where does this rank for you? I know it's early. Where does this rank for you in that mix? I would say just like and it's unfair the unfair ranking is that i think their their prime was halcyon digest microcastle and even monomania hard to top for them and then i would put i is this better than the last one yes okay yeah i agree i think the last one was too high fi and uh not the way i like and i the general consensus seems to be that Halcyon Digest is like, quote, the one. Right. Like, if you're going to hear one Deer Hunter record or their best record, that's, but is that the, the, is that a good intro or is that just their best? It was, yeah, I think that's the intro record. That's the one I listened to that Deer Hunter was a band I was aware of and I was fine with until Halcyon Digest came out and I really got into it. And then I went back. 
Oh, and the- to listen to Microcast and be like, oh, what what was I thinking? This is this is the stuff. So yes, I would say that's a record to start out on. Okay. For this band, I listened to Atlas Sound first, and that is very good too. Which is they parallelograms. <laughs> They've come uh, to mean the same thing. Logos really. would be the one. Logos, that's right. I get those names I get those backwards. <clears throat> but I, but here's the like I would hear of Deer Hunter, and there was also an emo band that the, came out uh, in the mid two thousands. Yeah. And then I knew that there was another band, but I just didn't. For whatever reason, I never made it a point to check it out until a little later. But Atlas Sound came out, and I listened to them some, and I got into that record Logos, and that song. Uh, what is it called Sylvia? Ah uh, yes, that, that was like the first. That was like my main jam. Sheila, maybe Sheila, Sheila. It? Yeah, that's the first the hot Scott she played it at Kings, and that was like a standout of that first year to me. Is Atlas Sound? Uh, Bradford Cox. Bradford Cox solo. 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 Okay. Yep. And then, but some of the Deer Hunter stuff kind of sounds like some of that as far as aesthetically, it kind of gets spacey and whatever, but. Uh, I, I didn't hear Deer Hunter until Micro Castle, and I, even then, I was just like, kind of what you're saying. It didn't catch on. To yeah, me. yeah. At first, it was indie rock, and I think that was oh eight or nine, and I was certainly way more into the um, Animal Collective at that time because it was very popular, hard to avoid. <laughs> so it took some warming up. I would say Halcyon Digest is my favorite too. It's it's the most dynamic. It's dynamic, and I feel like it has a a constant vibe. I think that's the problem with later Deer Hunter is a more scattered songwriting. Well, see, I was gonna say, not to interrupt you, but to, mm, but as I'm interrupting that. you, I put on Monomania at work tonight, and that record holds up really well. It's it, all there's not a skip over song on that album. Yeah, like I they're, agree. they're they all are just rocking jams. They are. Whereas Halcyon Digest has like peaks and valleys, not quality of song wise, but listening experience aesthetically. Like there's one or two that I would I skipped over just because I work at a bar and it wasn't the best bar tunes. Uh, Whereas yeah. Monomania is more of a rock album. That's got the the one jammer that I th- I, I remember playing it at Honky Tonk Tuesday before. That song Pensacola. Mm-hmm. Sounds like CCR. Yeah. Song <clears throat> Smokes. I, I think that record's really good. Monomania, also a, a favorite of mine in their Monomania. catalog. Uh, and still, Deer Hunter, to me, is put on the best rock show I have seen when they came through and did their secret show because it was nice to see a loud rock band not amplified in the same way you would see them in the Cat's Cradle because they were just loud. Where was this venue? It was at the Car Rack in Durham. And it was on the Monomania tour, and Bradford wanted to do some small show between DC and Atlanta, right? So yeah, I remember like the word getting out. It was Chaz and like a billion Chaz people. Chaz at up. Bull City was in charge of getting the word out, which it didn't take more than you know it was an a hour small art to, gallery to, to get fifty people to buy a ticket. And I didn't actually get one. I went and waited in line with my friend Anastasia. Shout out to her. She's in Spain. And we saw that show. And it was really good. Did she listen? Or no? Really good. She, uh, if she doesn't listen, we should be giving shout outs. Just yeah, to I'm going to give a shout out. Anyways, uh, good show. They play. Uh, did you yell at any requests? No. I just, I, just I, I took it in. You know, it was a good experience where you listen to a band for several years. You don't see them. And you get the opportunity to 
for the first time in that small yeah that's really cool that small venue and that yeah that's always gonna sit high on the list of good shows i haven't seen them before i would like to see them i saw them like the rest of the squares you're talking about at cat's cradle and it's yeah. in the cool <laughs> art gallery secret show more like a fart gallery <laughs> but i did see them on the halcyon digest tour though yeah hey they they put on a good show regardless of where you their, see them their best song i think that they've ever written is on that album what is it's their called best helicopter song? oh helicopter yeah it's a classic uh a good, so what you got for me <clears throat> this was better than the last one it's better than the last one is it better than any other deer hunter record um maybe cryptograms just depending on my mood i mean that album is very much just sort of jamming out a lot of the stuff is super ambient you know it's not really songwriting as much as it is like they're figuring out how to play guitar pedals and make noise which sometimes that's the vibe and sometimes you want like tunes well-crafted tracks so yeah i'd say it's about equal i mean it's nice it's a nice easy listening record a lot a lot can change between an artist's like output in yeah, yeah. in twelve years over yeah. a decade. <laughs> well, I enjoyed this one. I, I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah. So you have Kate Levon behind the the production wheel, right? So, so pr- producer to the stars. Yeah, I, and that's and I like Kate's output a lot. So mm-hmm. it felt like a collaboration. Once I saw that that was the deal, I knew we were in for something better than the last one. Just by that, we previously discussed her work with Tim Presley of White Fence as drinks and good and act tim presley who also has a new record he does maybe maybe it'll be talked about soon on this podcast um once i get a chance to actually sit down and listen to it i listened to it today but we won't talk about it <laughs> well um but no she's been like she produced that she did her stuff she did uh his last thing even there was not drinks she produced the last not not oh, the, the new white not the new white fence but oh. the one before that i think she produced if i recall and she did something else too. I think she did a white fence, or I mean, excuse me, a Ty Siegel thing of some sort. I want to say. Yeah, I didn't realize that. You know, she was doing all this production stuff. So that's she did a couple of things for sure. I need to make sure I look that up before I just say it too late. But um, and then she did the new Deer Hunter, so that's cool too. Yeah, that's a collaboration I didn't know I would see, and I'm glad I saw because I've seen Caleb on live, and that's also a great act. Hey, what do you think of the record cover? The cover of the album. The record cover? Yeah. I don't know if I've really looked at it hard. <laughs> I don't actually know what's on it. It's good. I like the font, and I like the color choices a lot. Is it on our shelf over there? No, we sold it earlier. Brag. Is it, is it, was it black and white? Where that gap is. It's like, a, it's like maroon. <laughs> it's like a damn, well, I don't know. Walking to Joanne, stumbled around for a while. 86, um, so it's like a big maroon square, black and white photo in the middle, and then like a kind of reminds me of a Karen Dalton yeah oh it looks like that record something on your mind oh yeah the brown one with the orange writing that one yeah yeah the one that looks a lot like that one yeah i don't know about all that it's a good album cover in my own time font wise it looks (laughs) (laughs) it's the same that is the same thing yeah to me that's like a that's a uh, entirely that's like a i'm a genius like a record cover we'll post a picture we'll post a picture on the instagram that's at the at the nice price podcast what is the fucking thing Kev, one time we went to Taco Bell. It was me, Nathan, Kev. What show were we at? Oh, did I drive you to Taco Bell? You drove us back. And 
like me and Nathan. Why did I do that? We we roped you to go on a Taco Bell, <laughs> and then like of course we were drunk, so we ordered like hello things, like tons of shit. And like Kev, get something. You're like, oh, like Kev, you drove us. You're being like, come on, get, order yourself something. You're like, okay, fine. Um, can I get one cheese roll up? <laughs> like this motherfucker ordered like what is basically like a hand sized tortilla with like one strip of cheese in it rolled up oh, and cooked in a microwave rolled. for 10 seconds. And we clowned so hard about it. And then you sent us the next day a copy and paste from the Taco Bell website describing the fucking cheese roll up. Well, you thought like the, tur- the cheese roll up at Taco Bell is like a lo- is like a cheap low ca- low calorie option for protein. Like fuck off, Kev. Like, oh, you thought I was making that shit up or something? Uh, I I vaguely well, yeah. I also had never it. even heard of it. I was like, cheese roll up. Why did I do that? Where were we? <laughs> Is that off menu? I don't remember it, what show it was. It used to be on the menu, and then it was under the dollar menu. It was like yeah, Beneath dollar menu. The dollar menu. Here, hold on. I have the I have the <laughs> do you website. not even have one dollar. <laughs> I have the website up. Seventy nine cent. Um, headline. Keep it simple. This is in. This is the web. <laughs> the cheesy roll up section of the Taco Bell website. Keep it simple. <laughs> Complicated things are great, but the cheesy roll-up is anything but complicated. Mm. Heavy metal, astrophysics, the basic rules of baseball. Mm. However, sometimes however, sometimes something as simple as melted cheese rolled up into a flour tortilla is all you need. <laughs> they are speaking Kev's language. Can't beat it for 79 There's cents. There's more, but language. You know those days when you can take in the afternoon breeze on your bike coming along to the sweet sound of a baseball car flicking in your wheel spokes? What? Yeah, those days. Well, lucky <laughs> for you, the, chili, the cheesy roll-up is just like that. It's just like that sweet afternoon. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, Kev's in his apartment playing tw- on streaming on Twitch, eating like dozens of cheesy roll-ups. The second paragraph you read is insane. Yeah, when it goes back to like there's black and white no movies. Did you? There's absolutely no Oh, do you recall when you're driving around before JFK was shot? This is a $1 item at Taco Bell. A 79 cent item. That's cool. We went to Taco Bell. Cheese roll up. What are we talking about? Ham. Deer, Deer hunter. <laughs> what are we talking about? Deer hunter. Yeah, pick up the, uh, come find that record wise and everything already disappeared. It is very straightforward, fun, good record. What do you think about those strings on track one, side one? Nah, I don't know what you're talking about. But hey, can appreciate some strings. Maybe it was... um. It wasn't a keyboard. You might be right. We're going- That's a harpist. Oh, it's a harpsichord, yeah. Come on down from that cloud and cast your fears aside. You're all here and there and there's nothing when I first heard that now that I know that Kate LeBond produced it yeah that says some things I'm like that sounds like that sounds more on her vibe and also like what I think of when I think of like White Fence's vibe of like working in the like the constraints of like indie rock and psychedelic music but doing just a little twist that makes well, that, it slightly different that touch is definitely her the first time i heard it i was like i'm sure bradford had that played on a different instrument like that melody and it was suggested like he's got them all figured out like a, this could pop. A flying v yeah i'm he's sure shredded. he's shredding it on his flying v but there's some other stuff too like track two has some saxophones that i don't think would hit if it weren't for caleb on behind the wheel there that mm. sort of make the 
song pop in a different way. See, I like this idea. I like it when I liked, I had Monomania. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. I liked some jams on it, but I never got into the other stuff that much. I had an Atlas sound. I think I had Parallax. Is that what okay. it's called? Yeah, that's the rock record. Um, I thought it was fine, but I didn't like love it. And like this is this is more this is more for me. Cryptograms, I honestly did not even enjoy at all. I don't think you would like that. Yeah, uh, I liked it a lot as a as a young. Adolescent. Well, yeah, you're up there trying to do uh, what was that shit you were doing? Binaural beats or whatever. <laughs> yeah, trying to <laughs> brain uh, earweed or brain drugs. And yes, yeah, that's so, probably what it did. When the eatables, it was you holding speakers up your your dome, <laughs> and that kicked in several several years later. Yeah, and just made me stupid. You see, that's the genius of it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm high from it. I'm is, that getting, <laughs> is that getting high on your own supply? It is. I think so. Yeah. Anyhow, um, if it's less Western. My band. Playing through the speakers. Uh-hoh. Y'all still play? We don't. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Save that for later. <laughs> we'll play a show. Ask us. Uh, we'll do it. Oh, you, you either just had an ops gig or you have one coming up? Yeah, okay. I'm playing the local band Ops, which is kind of... <laughs> the- <laughs> What I do, uh, I think of myself as an auxiliary piece of that band because I'm not the smarts. I'm just the, uh, uh, who knows? I don't know my own role, but I love it. Last time, how many shows have you played? A handful. Yeah. They what get the Dinwiddie's Christmas show? Yeah, that's the only time the I've Dinwiddie's seen Christmas show. Yeah, what a, what that was a rock treat that was. I played. It sounds uh, like I'm being sarcastic <laughs> the way I laughed. No, that was a great <laughs> show. Oh, how no, that show was a lot of fun. It was so good. I had the best rock open Raleigh, Kings. It was the Kings, and we just played a show at Night Rider not that long ago. We have a show at Wicked Witch coming up, and we played a show at uh, Wicked Witch before and Wicked Witch before. It's like we play there all the time. It's our, we love to play there. It's a nice, fun venue, and it works for us because we're synth music. It does make perfect sense. So how about this? Whoa. We've been talking uh, bizarrely about this Deer Hunter record, trying pretty hard, didn't do so well. That's okay. Mostly talk about ham. They're a big band. We, you don't have to hear it from us. Um, but They're very popular. With that in mind, we're going to play a tune right now. Yeah, and we're gonna come back. What song do you what, what song do you think we should play? Uh, we'll, we'll talk it out. Um, we're gonna figure this out off air. You'll you'll hear the name of it. You're afterwards. about to hear a deer hunter song. <laughs> hey, you're hearing the the next one. You'll hear is my favorite. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, here's deer hunter. I was listening. The trains, I was up all night, and something glistened in the strange blood to feel light. My friend was missing, and I was ghost. I was plain, I was bright, I was listening to the trains. I was up. Straight, straight was cold, cold was black, and black was 
You just heard Planes by Deer Hunter. What a song it was. Welcome back to the Nice Praise Podcast. On the table sits an unopened spiked seltzer while I have 40% of mine in the can. This is the first bit of a poem you're working on? Well, 60% of it is in the can. On the table sits an unopened spiked seltzer. In the figurative sense, in that it's done. 40% of it is in the literal sense. All right, I'll see myself out. (laughs) We're talking literal trulies here. We're talking figurative trulies. You heard of White Claw? I have. Oh, boy, oh, boy. That's We're going to do a... Uh, it wasn't White Claw. Yeah, next, the next blind taste test will be... Now that I've drank a shit ton of spiked seltzers over the past month. Champ I, versus champ, yeah. <laughs> I just had a couple White Claws tonight, so I feel like I know right now which one I like better. Bullshit. Well, you won't truly know until we do blind taste. Okay, tests. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which so I, I did one of the I did one of those last week. As did Ali, and they both did a blindfold taste test of the uh, the lime variety, truly versus the just it was just called spiked. The brand seltzer. the brand is spiked seltzer. They have like a merman or mermaid yeah. on the cover. It's like it's like your brand was just called like beer. beer. Okay, so uh, let's we're gonna share this one. It's five o'clock everywhere. All right, let's talk about what I want to talk to you about on the pod, about Mm -hmm. the pod. Okay. We had one hit commercial and critical success. Five o'clock everywhere. Excuse me. (laughs) We have one commercial. Commercial and critical success. Both. Called Five O'Clock Everywhere. Yeah, it was. To the point that I had a friend and listener, he'll stay unnamed, Mm -hmm. recently mentioned that when he hears. Real piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, nah, but uh, when he hears the original, he sings our version now, and he can't sort of help himself Ooh. because we've so permeated. It's such a smoking hot hit that we came up with. I think ours is catchier. It's when he hears one. when he hears the real one, he says it sounds wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Not real, he actually said that. He said, that. Yeah. good." All right, so we got one. Now we got a second one. Mm-hmm. Person Street. Yep. We went out on the limb a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, in that we. You know, the other one, we just changed really one word. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, we did uh, Miller Lite. Uh, we changed more. Just a little bit, but we mostly pretty much kept that song intact. Yeah, that yeah. huge, massive hit song. This one, we changed a lot of it. And and vibe-wise, we changed a lot, I feel like, on the person street with the, you know, the insane synth intro. <laughs> and, was, um, yeah, sure. We talked about that. I remember that recording session really well. I remember when... Um, when you walked over after playing a take and Nathan said, hey, Kev, did you tune your guitar? And you went, no, I don't know. And that was the end of you playing guitar. You were done already. Um, you felt like you had pretty much nailed it. Sure, I did. Did I not? <laughs> uh, I don't disagree, but I'm just saying there's certain things. So now what we need to know, this is season two now, buddy. Okay. Which means we need another hit. Okay, all right. This yep. is the, the music machine. This is what we live in. You don't get to just one hit and just rest on it for the rest of your life. You can. You can. You but sure we can. don't want to be one of those people, do we? No. We want to be hit makers. I like that more. So, go on. We, we need to do another song. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do it. Do you have any ideas? No. Not even a single idea. Mm-mm. I haven't been in the parody mood in a while. Well, I so. been in the parody mood in a while. <laughs> Also, this suggests that you are all, you had you had previously frequently been in the parody mood. Oh, I used to always be in the parody mood, but it's been a real long while since I've been in the mood to parody music. 
Well, you're going to have to round up a, an eclectic <laughs> crew to play music, and we'll have to record it. Well, last time it was just you was and John Kowalczyk. Sure. And Nathan. Good crew. Is Kowalczyk still around? Where's he at? He's oh, in Carborough, North Carolina. Uh, Carborough, North Carolina. You can find John Kowalczyk hanging out at the Harris Teeter. Okay. Get plugs now Weaver, <laughs> for John Weaver, existing. Weaver Street Market. All right. So have you heard our, our season two theme song? You've heard that? Mm-mm. We played it earlier. Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson. Oh, I've heard that. Um, can you play that guitar lick? Yeah. I can sing it too. I know that, I know that song. All right, I think what we should do is we should do that, but we got we got to rework the lyrics. We're not gonna Another do right AJ now. song. Another AJ song. What are we singing about? Same shit we always sing about this dumbass podcast in Miller Lite. <laughs> sure. Okay. All Wait, right. what do you want to sing about? What's different that you want to sing about? I don't know. Global heady, warming. Heady, yeah, headier <laughs> subjects. What do we always? What do we? In times. Kings. It could be a king. We. Song. I've long wanted to do a king song to appreciate the best Street. rock club in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And we'll have a song done. I'm ready for episode four. Mm. By episode four. You got to put your mind to it or we ain't getting it done. I agree with that. Okay, way down yonder on the Fatahoochee. No, that's not you might enough. need to pull out your notebook. We're uh, going to be back for more next time. Not next time, the time after that. You might even hear a new tune. Kev's committed to it. I'm committed. We're going to rock. We might even roll. Hmm. Uh, Hope you Matt. enjoyed this episode. That was supposed to be shorter, longest fucking episode ever. Oh, I got. Uh, let me close out my thing, Matt. I've got one more for you. Oh, you do have one. I do have one. You have. You um, have. Uh, this is. Uh, you may not have been known about this, Kev, but there's a a, certainly a frequent customer who sometimes says these truly bizarre quotes, particularly out of context, and I sometimes write them down and then repeat them to Matt and see what he thinks about them. Um, and specifically, Allie, I had to run this one by her earlier to make sure that I hadn't already said it. Yeah. So it's not just for Matt's sake, but Matt, Allie already knows this one, so it's less surprising. But um, this was the quote, Matt. Y'all are into technology. What's that pill that you take that measures your farts? <laughs> I feel like I've heard. I feel like I've heard. Oh, into technology, right? What those pills you take that measures your farts? Uh, I have a question. No pill. What are you talking <laughs> about, you fucking psychopath? <laughs> let's say, Let's say he did... Hypothetically, Bizarro World, listen to come across this podcast mm-hmm. and listened to a couple of the last ones. Yeah, do you think he would know that that was him? Probably not. Am y'all know y'all are into <laughs> technology. What's that pill that you take that measures your farts? Uh, it's the one you made up in your brain right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, bleep, 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 bleep. All right. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs>